has all the knowledge you want. Malik Books has all the knowledge you need. Malik Books. Yeah, they have all the books that the whole wide world wanna read. Malik Books. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Malik's Bookshelf, bringing a world together with books, culture, and community. Hi, my name is Malik Muhammad, your host of Malik's Bookshelf. We got an explosive episode this week. My inspiration for this week is called Do It With Passion. I think you'll love it. It's filled with passion, and it tells you my thoughts about passion. My interview for this episode is with an author by the name of Jane Allen, whose new book just released February 1st on Black History Month, Black Girl Must Be Magic. That's right, Black Girls Must Be Magic. I'm gonna be interviewing her. And she's also the author of another book that was the first in the sequel to this series called Black Girls Must Die Exhausted. So stay tuned for that interview with Jane Allen. Our third part of this episode is road trip, road trip. Hey, I took a family trip to Mexico to pick up my two grandchildren and we went down there as a family. So I'm going to have that segment called road trip when I discuss our road trip to Mexico to pick up our grandchildren. Now, our fourth part of this episode is my book review. And the title of the book is called A Hit of the Game by Kevin J. Ryan. Now, you're going to love this because this is a very inspirational book. It's an entrepreneurial book. And so stay tuned for my book review about A Hit of the Game by Kevin J. Ryan. sleep on us. Yeah, like All right, we riding down to San Diego, then we're going to cross into Mexico, and then we're going to pick up our grandchildren, your niece and nephew. She's excited. You're excited, Mecca? <laughs> yes, we all excited. Been waiting on this day. We almost to the Mexican border. We're already in San Diego, and we're going to go down there and pick up our grandchildren and bring them back to L.A. We got to Carmela, two years old, and little Ishmael, three years old. The most adorable and beautiful two grandchildren. I'm a G daddy. And you a what? G mama. Say it loud. Yeah, G mama. Yeah, G mama. G mama. For sure. For sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so we're excited. We're going to spend some time with our grandchildren. Been a while. They've been living in Mexico. They've been living in Venezuela. They've been living in Colombia. My son, my oldest son, went to Colombia, found a young lady, had two beautiful kids. So now we're gonna spend some time with our grandchildren and enjoy this. We went down to what? We went down to Puerto Vallarta and we spent some time with our kids. With, for a whole week, we went down there during the pandemic. That was only a week. Was yeah, we went down there a week. Had a great time. Puerto Vallarta kids was in school, but it was a pandemic. They was doing their homework right there on the balcony overlooking paradise in the ocean. Mm -hmm. That was the thing about the virtual. <laughs> you can be anywhere and be in school. 
So that's how we had it set up. My kids was on the balcony. We had two balconies. So, hey, one was on one. They had the beautiful view. Teacher was like, where are y'all at? Where y'all at? What's all that behind y'all? Paradise! <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a great experience, though, to be in school and be in Powder Vallada and not miss a class and had a good time with the whole family, with Ishmael and Diana and the two grandkids. We had to come back, though. So it's been, uh, what was that, a couple of years ago? Yeah, 2020, huh? Yeah. Right in, yeah, yeah. 2020. 2020, right when the pandemic started, though. So, well, we we almost at the border, and we're going to pick up our two grandchildren, and they're going to spend some time with us in L.A. <laughs> You're excited, baby? Yes, I'm excited. It's going to be something. Be they, all the babies always are. It just takes them some time. Then, then I can't shake them. Like, every time I leave, they're going to cry. They're going to cry. Yeah, yeah. You are a magnet. I am. Yeah, yeah. You, you get around you, can't leave you. Nope. <laughs> you become a stalker. <laughs> no, they become a stalker. <laughs> right, right. I, right. I know I'll be stalking you. <laughs> yeah. We're excited. Yeah, it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. Yes. Road trip. This week's inspiration for the podcast is do it with passion. And what I mean by do it with passion is in order to be successful, you got to have passion behind what you believe and how you think and what you're trying to do. Oftentimes, if you do something and your energy is low and your energy is weak, you won't come across with the same effectiveness. So the passion needs to radiate from you whatever it is that you're trying to do. And I think there's a key component in order to be successful, having passion. You know, I know that a lot of my success in my life came from having passion. We do what we do with passion. And, and a lot of times people mistake the passion as being overconfident, cocky, or fiery, or sometimes even, you know, it's just sometimes misunderstood what I'm trying to say. Because you have passion in what you're trying to say and what you're trying to do. I've always been a passionate person. And so, yes, passion is an emotion. So I have emotions in what I do. But that's what separates us from something that's not living, is that we have emotions. That's what separates us from other life forms, because we can express our emotions at a higher level. Being emotional being is important, but it's how you demonstrate those emotions. Yes, passion can turn into something that can be against you if you apply it in an inappropriate way. But you know what? I applied my passion when I created my podcast. I applied this passion when I got this opportunity to have this podcast. So I think that if you want to be successful, examine your passion. Examine your passion and do it because you believe in it. And a lot of times, that's where your passion is drawn from because you believe so hard. You got to want this more than you want to breathe. I'm, I'm sorry. You got to want this more than you want to breathe. 
That's how strong you have to be about what it is that you want to do and become in this world, in this life. And I think that if you can draw into that inner strength deep inside of you and bring forth the passion in what you're trying to do, I think you'll be more effective. Man, they call me the cow weather in the books. Why? Because I do it with passion. Did I, did I see myself like this? No. I'm just redirecting my emotions to something near and dear. And so I do it with passion. That's my inspiration for today. Do it with passion. Well, hey, I got another beautiful author that walked into Malik Books, and I'm going to have the pleasure of just getting a few words with her. She's the author of Black Girls Must Die Exhausted, Jane Allen. She got a new title coming out called Black Girls Must Be Magic. That's right. Yes, That's you got to be excited. This is your second major publishing. Yeah. And tomorrow, the beginning of Black History Month, your book, comes out. That's and right. we gonna have them at Malik Books. You will. And have it signed, too. You have Absolutely. signed copies. So you need to tell us about this new book coming out. Yes. We love to hear about Black Girls Must Be Magic. Yes. Well, of course, <laughs> Black Girls Must Be Magic. Uh, but the story continues with Tabitha Walker's journey. So she starts her journey in Black Girls Must Die Exhausted. And in Black Girls Must Die Exhausted, the first book, we meet her on her very worst day. And she thought her whole life was going according to plan. And then all of a sudden she gets this devastating news and it, it turns everything upside down. And she has to completely reimagine her life and figure out what fulfillment means now in a completely different context and different from what she ever imagined. So that first book is about that first part of the journey. And the thing that she realized she wanted most was to have a family of her own. And that was the news. She got news that she that was in jeopardy. So we at the end of the book, there's a little bit of a surprise, and then we pick up where that book leaves off. So I don't want to give any spoilers, but basically she winds up one way or another getting pregnant. We just don't know how. Mm -hmm. And so we pick up with her, Tabitha's pregnant now, and we take this journey with her as what does motherhood and impending motherhood do to change her, and how does she rely upon her friends? There's a whole bunch of uh, colorful cast of supporting characters mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, her best friends Laila and Alexis uh, she has Ms. Gretchen who if people read the first book she's a spicy woman in her 90s who just doses out truth in almost every sentence mm -hmm. uh, she just gives wisdom and humor I coupled see, I see. And, um, and then she has her on again off again relationship with Mark who okay. uh, a lot of people have different opinions about but Mark <laughs> does show up in the second book Black Girls Must Be Magic and so Tabby's got to find her magic in this book and, uh, and she has the help of her, her village and a bunch of supporting mm -hmm. uh, characters to do that but it's a, it's a fast paced fun journey with some real substance about um, life and fulfillment. Well, it sounds it sound like a good read. It sounds like a fun read. Yeah. And it sounds like reality. Yeah. It's, like a, it's a slice of life. I like to write books that take you, that, that bring you deeper into life, but also entertain you and also give you something to take away that you can learn about the life that you're living. Like, I don't take you so far away that you don't come back with something useful. Well, your title is so realistic. 
Yeah. Black girls must die exhausted. Yeah. So when I first, I never read the book. Yeah. You know, they novels. Yeah. And they, you know, but I'm more of a nonfiction yeah. writer. You gotta read it though. I'm you not gonna like writer. it. You'll like it. I, I promise you'll like it. I've gotten enough feedback. I bet you got, you'll like it. You gotta let so, me know. Okay. I gotta let you know. I gotta let you know. I, I know that that title, Black Girls Must Die. It when I read when I mm-hmm. read the title when we got it in the store. Yeah. I said to myself. Um, well, that's a real title yeah. because b- black women, you know, the amount of work that, you know, you put into developing your career. Yeah. And then if you and I said to myself, you know, if she has a child on top of that and I ain't even read the book. But what I'm saying, <laughs> I said, <laughs> you know, because I, I I'm being, uh, uh, you know, I have five kids. Mm-hmm. So and I thought about the lifestyle of my wife, and I mm-hmm. said, man, you know, having a child, that's a career by itself. That's right. The greatest career, in my opinion, but if you work in, a, in corporate America and raising a child, that's two careers. Right. I said, you always going to be exhausted. Right. And then and then on top of that, you know, things are not going to be the same in your relationship simply because um, you're exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get the same benefits because you're exhausted. <laughs> And I have to be sympathetic and understand that. Yeah. And that's what I saw when I saw that. You know, I saw the conversations I had yeah. with my wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I think it just, it, it's necessary to acknowledge the burden that we carry and also uh, celebrate the joy and the incredible people that we, that we become yes. in the process of bearing this and, and learning to thrive in the midst of the challenges. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I write a letter to readers in the beginning and I just say that, you know, we're, we're conditioned to believe that somehow struggle, you think because you struggle that it makes you unworthy of something, of joy mm-hmm. or, or something. But mm-hmm. what I view struggle as is qualifying you for something greater and that fulfillment is our right. Absolutely. and And so we need to not just, you know, bake it through each day, but think about what do we want for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm trying to encourage with not just giving people something to enjoy and read, but also to inspire and encourage to dream and to think about fulfillment mm-hmm. and not just survival. Yeah, we've been surviving too long. We got to live. <laughs> we got to thrive. <laughs> and we got to elevate. Right. And black girls must be magic. That title resonates too. Why? Because black girls are magic. That's right. Man, you're resilient. You're a queen. Thank you. You are the backbone of our movement. Without you, the first teacher. The first, I mean, when I first walk, the mother is there. When we first speak, the mother is there. When we first read, the mother is there. So that's why I say black girls are magic because you're the mother of civilization. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, it, but I, I, it's important, I think, to acknowledge. And, I, and the, one of the best compliments I get from readers is that when someone says, I feel seen. And to be able to do that and then bring a story about where you go on a journey. And you're able to understand why, why the magic, you know, what that means and take that meaning on a journey. Mm -hmm. And even with uh, Black Girls Must Die Exhausted, that title changes its meaning throughout Mm -hmm. the course of the story. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we've been able to do as a people. We use culture to change the meanings of 
words of experiences for positive yeah. and so that's a lot of what this is is to amplify the positive and to take the the pain and to take mm -hmm. the struggle and to transform it into something useful inspirational yes enjoyable meaningful meaningful yeah, yeah absolutely because that's what i mean struggle is ordained but after different come east that's right that's right you know yeah. we rewarded at the end of the rainbow for the sacrifice <laughs> that's right you know yeah. for the hard work yeah for the dedicated devotion you name it but i believe black girls are magical I, I, we are. and i love that title thank you i want you to sell a million copies hey are you, thank you me too yes. you know what i'm saying yes speak it, it. Yes. i'm hoping new york times you know, do a book review, blow up, sell a million copies. I mean, for you to get this self-published, I mean, you went from self-published. That's right. Selling 17,000 copies, yeah. which is great. <laughs> to parlay that into a major book deal with Harper Collins. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And it was a it was a community. I mean, what I believed when I when I originally set out to try to get the book traditionally published at first, the feedback that I got was that my black female protagonist wasn't relatable. Uh, they didn't like her. It, they didn't mm -hmm. love the story. It was, the stuff that I was like, you know, this sounds really subjective, and it, it doesn't sound like it's reflective of the community uh, that this book is about. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, if I put this book out, it will attract its own community. It will attract its own audience. I believe the audience will be diverse, mm -hmm. and I believe that people can read about a black woman and learn about themselves, and they don't have to be black, and they don't have to be a woman. Absolutely. And that the community that came around this book at this book attracted proved that right proved it. and so harper collins came in and they've been amazing and they mm -hmm. said we see this we support this we want to amplify this uh, and they have and so it, it's really been an incredible collaboration it's it started with community community can create mm -hmm. anything mm -hmm. and we are we are strongest in community and together so you know i'm i'm very proud of that story well, I'm I'm proud of you as a author. Um, you know, at Malibu, we love independent authors, but we also like you know major publishing authors. <laughs> you know, so you know we get voice to the voiceless it's here. All part of the journey. All part of the journey. <laughs> yes, this has been um, a lovely conversation. I'm so grateful. I'm going to share this with my podcast called it. Malik's Bookshelf, Thank you. bringing the world together with books culture and community so we're going to feature this conversation that i was blessed to have with you just walking into malik books <laughs> so i appreciate you and i appreciate our much success thank you and thank you. you know thank you we want to help course. you blow up please thank you thank you i appreciate it absolutely books bring opportunities that's right <laughs> thank you thank you so much you're welcome This week's book review is a book that I stumbled upon and I was just fascinated about. The title of the book is called A Head of the Game, The Unlikely Rise of a Detroit Kid Who Forever Changed the Esports Industry. This book is about a 25-year-old Delane Parcell, who's just not a typical CEO. That's right what I said. Delane Parcell at 25 is a CEO of a company that he created called Playverse. Now, 
I was blown away because there's not that many black people in, and it's still Black History Month, it's not that many black people in the tech world. I believe it's just 1%, particularly a CEO of a, this guy, Purnell, Delane Purnell, raised $100 million in venture capital. And what he did was extraordinary. And he connected with, guess who? Sean Diddy Combs. And it's these kind of partnerships, oftentimes, that allow us to elevate. And what happened is, hey, Sean took a meeting with him. The guy already had his hustle. He already had his company. He already had his vision. He already had his imagination. But he's out here trying to form partnerships with people who believe in his vision. And the team at Playverse is a gaming platform that connects people in high schools and colleges in tournaments. And guess what? They get letters as well in this gaming world. They get actually like football players get letters in high school and college, basketball, baseball, track, you name it. Well, guess what? This gaming industry is also an industry that gives letters out to people, kids in high school and college. And he helped forge that type of platform with his Playverse company which is a Los Angeles base. So here this guy, Delane Parcell, who, like many black people, had grew up with obstacles, but overcame them. And one of the things he told Sean Diddy Combs was, it's people like him and the bold moves that him and Jay-Z made that he felt helped his vision, his imagination, and gave him the strength and the courage to, to break and bust open the tech world and create a platform that gives high schoolers and college people an opportunity because this esports is a billion dollar industry and this platform allows them to play video games as a sport and get letters and awards and money. I always say to take imagination. Well, this book, Ahead of the Game, about an unlikely rise of a Detroit kid who will forever change the esports industry, is about Delane Parcell. This is an incredible book. I recommend it's a good read, particularly this is Black History Month. But more than that, this if you're into entrepreneurship, if you're into tech, this is an excellent book to open up your imagination and drive your force and passion. So I, that's my book review for today because this is a great book and it talks about the life and the obstacles that Delane had to overcome to get to this point, the moves he made and what he did and the people he met, the force partnerships like with Sean Diddy Combs. So this is a great book that is just filled with vision Imagination, hustle, business, tech. So pick up your copy, A Hit of the Game, by Kevin J. Ryan, available at MalikBooks.com. What you hear in the background is the grandbabies. We just picked them up. 
And we had dinner together as a family. Now we're on our way back to the United States. We're at the border right now. And he's crying. He's crying. That's all part of the responsibility when you're raising kids. You heard him. It's okay, little Ishmael. Ishmaelito, it's okay. Well, hey, we hit it back. Just want to let you know that it's been a nice road trip. And, um, and, and, and when you have family and when you love family, these are the things you do for family. I love to share some real, authentic, organic conversations with the family. That's all for now. Malik's Bookshelf, bringing a world together with books, culture, and community. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. Check out my Instagram at Malik Books. See you next time.